Welcome back. You're listening to This Week on RTE Radio 1. The United States and the UK launched joint airstrikes on 36 Houthi targets in Yemen late last night in retaliation for the Iran-backed rebels' repeated attacks on ships in the Red Sea. The joint air raids in Yemen followed a separate wave of American strikes against Iran-linked targets in Syria and Iraq in response to a drone attack that killed three US soldiers in Jordan last weekend. Meanwhile, at least 92 people were killed overnight in Rafah in Gaza in an Israeli attack. Earlier, I spoke with Dr. Patrick Bury, senior lecturer in security at the University of Bath and former NATO analyst. I asked him first about the latest attacks in Yemen, how much is known about them, their intended targets and what they aim to achieve. It looks like there were uh, 35 diff separate strikes. Uh, some of the targets were in Sana, which is uh, a little bit of a change. There were some uh, previous strikes around Sana. Some of these also appear to be in there. Uh, and some of them were against hardened structures, so either in um, caves, which the Houthis are known to keep a lot of their stores and equipment in, uh, or something underground. Uh, again, this is the uh, the modus operandi to try to protect stuff you don't want being hit, military equipment you don't want being hit from Allied air power. And of course, the Houthis have a lot of experience doing this and dispersing, camouflaging their equipment to avoid the Saudi Air Force, which they were fighting for a number of years in the past. So um, we'll have to wait and see uh, exactly what the impact of this is. Of course, the message is really, is first of all, to the Houthis, you know, we will we will destroy your launchers, your missile launchers, your ra- your mobile ma- uh, radar sites. Uh, but secondly, it's to the Iranians who are backing them and allowing and supporting the flow of these systems into Yemen for to be used against mm. international shipping. That's really what the message is against. And, and uh, the Houthis have said that these attacks will will not deter them um, as they target ships on the Red Sea. What what kind of military capability do the Houthis have? Uh, in other words, are these latest strikes likely to have any significant impact on their ability to mount those attacks on the ships uh, in, in the Red Sea? Yeah, it's a good question. So the strikes, the previous two rounds of strikes on the 11th and 22nd of Jan have actually reduced um, the amount of attacks if you look at them. First, secondly, the second one. So it is having an effect. It is degrading their capability, but it's not stopping it. And that's essentially because one, the Houthis are pretty much fundamentalists, you know, they are not going to be deterred. And and those attacks in Yemen, uh, they were joint attacks involving the US and the UK with some other countries um, contributing also. But there there were earlier airstrikes in Iraq and Syria in retaliation for a strike which killed three US soldiers last weekend. Those were carried out by the United States. What were those strikes targeted at? What, What was the aim there? So again, it's there were 75 targets in about seven locations, if I remember correctly, for the Friday night strikes. Um, very carefully, carefully calibrated, and there was a long soak period. What we call the military waiting to to, to respond after the three U.S. servicemen were killed last week. Um, and I think basically the message there was the soak period is first of all to see what can be done diplomatically, but also to allow Iran to 
basically get ready for some strikes in this area. It's still contained. It's not striking the Iranian military on Iranian soil, uh, but it is striking probably the, um, we'll have to see the uh, Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps, which is basically the the, uh, the external military wing of the Iranian military. It's not an, a major escalation. 75 uh, targets is about half of the amount of attacks of which the Iranians have, and their proxies have launched against US and allies since uh, the war in Gaza started. So uh, it's quite deliberate. It's quite calibrated. And I think we could see more. I think it's just might be, you know, stage one of an, of an ongoing campaign. But essentially, it's next move Iran now. Mm. And, and what is Iran's response then likely to be? Well, obviously, the rhetorical response is we condemn this and it will it will set the region alight. And we've seen the same from Iraq, actually. But I think in reality, uh, I'm expecting, I think it's more likely that there'll be a lower response and they don't want escalation. The US has been very clear. We don't want escalation and a, and a war with Iran. And Iran, you know, the head of the military has come out and said something similar, you know, but we will respond if we are attacked. So the US has calibrated this to hit, you know, Iranian interests and the people that are attacking it outside of Iran, uh, which it gives Iran the space to just go, okay, time to time to, uh, you know, draw a line under this. And of course, you've got the other piece going on, which is the Gaza piece, which there's been intensive diplomatic activity trying to find a ceasefire, which could take some of the oxygen, fanning the flames of this uh, unrest now in the Middle East out, or at least reduce it for a while to let calmer heads prevail and things to calm down. We'll have to see if that's successful. Yes. Hopefully it will be. Yes. So, so I mean, if if Gaza is um, is perceived, I suppose, by the US, the, the UK, the international community in general as being the source of the, the wider escalation in tensions, including in the Red Sea, does that mean that Israel is going to come under more intense pressure then to bring an end to its aggression in Gaza in order to ease the tensions elsewhere in the Middle East? I think Israel already has come under intense pressure. You know, obviously to us and, and the amount of civilian casualties that have been killed, it's off the charts. It's horrendous uh, in response to what was also a horrendous attack by the um, by Hamas, you know. but uh, So there's that element. But actually, if you look at what's going on in Israel, or sorry, in Gaza, in the last couple of weeks, they've got more targeted and they're dropping less ordnance. So the Americans in particular have told them you need to calm that down and switch to a, a more targeted campaign. And yes, it will take longer and you will be more exposed to risk in your troops will be but uh, you, you must do that so I think there is they're on a they're on a downward trajectory now from where we were thankfully in the amount of people that are being killed but I, I think really look Iran has been a malign actor in the region for 40 years in particular for 20 years has played a pretty poor security hand that it had very well since the invasion of Iraq and emerged as a, a major regional power. Um, the question is, is that okay for Iran? It's flexed its muscles, it's used its proxies, it's shown it can have influence on the world stage and it's now time to draw a line under this and back down? Or is it part of a wider emerging axis of authoritarian regimes who actually are on a path to war? Uh, and, and if so, then that's a very different situation, requires a, a much more different response. And it's worth pointing out, the Iranian military, you know, they're often over-egged. You know, it's not a, a not a top, top tier. It's a big military. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a good military. It's not a top tier military. And it's very good at using its Quds forces, these IRGC, uh, for sub-threshold, you know, below the conventional war level of assassinations, backing its uh, proxies uh, and terrorist groups. It would be, it wouldn't 
doesn't really stand much of a chance against a U.S. Air Force pummeling, uh, a con, you know, a concerted U.S. and U.K. pummeling of their military over a number of months. Um, and that's really what they're facing into now if they don't back down. That's what I think. So it's a decision point for the Iranians, really. Uh, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That was Dr. Patrick Bury, Senior Lecturer in Security at the University of Bath, speaking to me earlier.